Hey, this is the Bud Man, and you're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Now to our studio and your host, local real estate expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. Good morning, everybody. I'm from your home sold guaranteed realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So looking at the stats in regards to what happened last week, there were um, good things happening, in my opinion. Everything's kind of holding their own, as usual. There were a total of 471 homes that sold last week. Of um, and the median price was four hundred. The inventory has gone down by eighty, and so that's at thirty six hundred and ninety nine. So what does all that mean? Well, basically, it comes out to that that gives us about one point eight one months of inventory that are left, um, and the average um, sales to asking price um, was 97.69 overall. So that's a pretty good indication and staying pretty consistent with where we've been. Um, Under 250, there were 55 homes that sold at that price point. There's 1.11 months of inventory there and they sold at 97.7% of asking price. So right along at that median, at that price right there. Um, from 250 to 300, there were 42 that sold. They sold, there's 1.2 months of inventory and they sold at 97.98 um, asking, sales to asking price. So the asking price was a little bit higher than the sales price in all of these instances. Between 300 and 400, there were 129 houses that sold in that price point, and there's 1.2 months of inventory there, and um, they sold at 98.57 of asking price. Between 400 and 500, there were 95, and there's 1.75 months of inventory, and they sold at 98.85. Then um, from 500 to a million, there were 127 houses that sold in that price point. 2.46 months of inventory, so it's starting to go up a little bit there. And 98.06 was the sales to asking price. And then over a million, there were a total of 23, which um, gives us 4.77 months of inventory and 94.75 percent of asking. So more room there, more inventory, all of those kinds of things if you're over a million. And that's in single family homes as we talked about. Then when you're looking at condos and townhouses, the median price was 280,000. So again, that's a little bit up. That's been going between 250 to 280 or so. So that has constantly been been increasing, but 280 versus uh, 400 is still 120,000 higher um, on the single family homes than it is for the condos and townhouses. Um, the There were 143 of them that sold, and so that was the same as last week. And um, basically the inventory there was down 10, so that's sitting at 1392. So when you're looking at the total months of inventory in the condos and townhouses, there's 2.25 overall versus 1.181 1.181 for the single family homes. Um, they sold at 97.76 of asking overall and 97.69 was a single family home. So pretty similar and, um, and all of that. So when you're looking at under 250,000, there were 53 condos that sold there and they were at one point and there's 1.18 
1.88 months of inventory and 96.12. So a little bit less than the average there in the under 250. Then between 250 and 300, there were 29 that sold. There's 1.42 months of inventory and 98.3% of asking is what happened there. Between um, 300 and 400, there were 32, and that's at 2.73 months of inventory, so starting to go up there. 97.85 of asking, though, right there at the median. And then um, there were 12 that sold between 400 and 500, and there's 4.04 months of inventory there, but they sold at 98.22% of asking. Between 500 and a million, there were 16 of them that sold, and there's 2.57 months of inventory, so going down a little bit there at 98.44% of asking. And then there was one that sold over a million, and there are 3.46 months of inventory, so that sold, um, and that one sold at 99.54, but there was only one of them, so obviously that one sold right at asking. So overall, you know, as usual, our stats were holding our own. And so we definitely like to see that. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So in going over the stats, you know, you might think, well, you know, is this important or what's going on? And I'm happy that everything's staying the same. And the reason that I'm happy that everything's staying the same is because everybody's talking doom and gloom and everything's going down, down, down. But when you look at the Central Florida market, we are not doing that at all. We're holding our own. You know, um, prices are going pretty close to asking. You know, there's a couple of percent um, there that you can play with. But for the most part, they're going really close to it. We had a house that we had on the market that went for um, about 10% over asking, maybe even 15, I'd have to figure it out, but it went well over 10% over asking. It was um, right in that 250 to 300 range. And um, actually, you know, there were cash buyers that were involved in that and a lot of people that were looking at financing and stuff, but the cash buyers were actually were the ones that were the highest and they paid um, well above asking. So the market is very healthy out there. So if you're a seller, you know, then that's good news for you. You've got lots of opportunities and that kind of thing out there. It does make a difference in the realtor that you use in regards to what's going to happen on that particular sale. But, um, you know, but if you get the right people and you do it at the right price, you're going to you're going to be okay in this market. And so that's just something that I definitely wanted to make sure that um, you guys were well aware of and all of that in what we're talking about. And um, so it just comes down to, you know, what's best for you and what you want to do at this particular point in time, but it's a great time to buy or sell. And so I just want to make sure that everybody knows that and we help people day in and day out do that. That's our full-time gig. But you know, we like doing these shows and everything because it actually helps you get to the next level in understanding and knowing a little bit about who we are and what we're doing and all of that kind of good stuff too. So everything is good when it comes to all of that kind of good stuff. One article that I ran into this week that I thought was really interesting is it's called Millennial Milestone, 
that they have finally reached 50% home ownership. And um, so the age group finally has a majority, 51.5% of the millennials own a home. So congratulations, that's good. Although Generation X at this same age group, at the same age that the millennials are now, 58% of them held, had a home at that point in time. So they're a little bit far behind, but they are catching up. And I think the pandemic had a huge impact on that is what they're saying. And um, they're also saying that millennials who do not own a home are falling further behind financially. And that and this article actually mentioned the Orlando metro area, that the millennial homeownership is at 45%. So that's seven percentage points below the national average. So, um, you know, we'd like to help any of you millennials out there that that want to buy a home to come up with a plan because, you know, a lot of times it does take that that you have to sit down and come up with a plan in how you're going to do it, how you're going to get that down payment or where it's going to come from and all of those kinds of things. But as we've talked about many times, that down payment might be sitting out there in a way that you don't even you know, know or realize that you've got access to it. And many times when you're getting a rental, you have to put down just as much as you would for a down payment. So there are a lot of options out there and we like to work with people. But when you're looking at home ownership by generation, the silent generation, 76.8% own homes. The baby boomers, 77.8%. Generation X, 69.7%. And then the millennials, 51.5%. So that kind of gives you an idea in regards to what home ownership is happening right there in all the generations, how many of them own. So, you know, it'd be great if it was 100%, but it is what it is and we'll help you do whatever you want to. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So there's been a lot of news out there that has been talking about borrowers with high credit scores penalized under new federal mortgage fee plan. And um, so I really wanted to look into it before I talked about it, you know, here on the show. And so I did, um, I've, I pulled up multiple articles, you know, from here that kind of give you an idea. So the first thing that it talks about here is that Fannie and Freddie Mac, um, they have released a new loan level price adjustment matrix for loans sold to them after May 1st. So um, under new the new matrix, borrowers with high credit scores can face higher mortgage fees than before, and those with lower credit scores will face lower fees. So when you start looking at that and you're like thinking, wow, what the heck is going on and how could that be possible and everything like that? But um, it's not necessarily going to lead to significantly higher monthly mortgage payments for most borrowers. For instance, someone with a $400,000 loan and a 6% mortgage rate can wind up paying about $40 more per month, um, according to this calculation. 
and then that you take that, but that's an extra $480 a year. And the whole course of the mortgage repayment can end up costing you thousands of dollars more and everything. So um, basically, again, this comes down to that the lower credit scores are still going to pay more in the LLPA fees than the high credit buyers, but the latest changes will close the gap a little bit is what it's doing. And so um, under the new rules, high credit borrowers, buyers with scores ranging between 680 to above 780 will see a spike in their mortgage costs, which applicants who place 15 to 20% down payment experiencing the biggest increase in fees. So LLPAs are upfront fees based on factors such as the borrower's credit score and the size of their down payment. So the fees are typically um, uh, converted into a percentage point that goes into your mortgage rate. So that's how it does. So when you're looking at that, so you listen to that and that sounds wow, is that really crazy or what? And that's a lot of the talk and everything that's going on out there. And then I found this article that really said, is there really a new unfair mortgage tax on those with high credit? And so it seems like overnight that the internet became aware of this and the news and everything. So everybody's talking about it. Well, this was actually something that was um, started in January is when they actually released that this is what they were going to do, that they were changing it. And so it's actually going in effect May 1st. That is when the loans are sold to Fannie and Freddie Mae. So a lot of the banks have already, and the lenders have already increased it because those loans that are in the hopper, they're closing after May 1st and they've been in the hopper for quite a while. So um, basically um, the, 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 it has to do with the loan level price adjustments, like I mentioned, which are imposed by Fannie, Mac, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac the um, agencies, the two entities that guarantee a vast mortgage, um, majority of new mortgages, and they've been changed several times over the years, and a fairly substantial change was announced in January of this year, like I said. So that's what's going on with it, and lenders began to um, implement them weeks ago because, like I said, if it was, you know, started in April or March and it's not going to close until May, they already had to take care of that. But um, the LPAs are indeed charging in a way that improves cost for those with lower credit scores and increases cost for those with higher credit scores, in many cases anyway, but people are confused um, about the change and the actual cost. And it's really hard to figure out. So basically what it comes down to, if you do have a lower credit score, you are not going to be paying the same as someone with a higher credit score. Like I said, it basically is about the gap is what it's going to do. So, um, and, and, and that's what it comes down to. So the, and, it, and it comes down to, I believe that a lot of this is, um, you know, dependent on how much down you're putting. It depends on what your credit score is and all of those kinds of things. And those things are changing consistently. You might not see this in the way that it, that you might think because the way that most lenders deal with it, according to this article, is that they actually change 
the um, interest rate that you're getting. So it's going to show up in the interest rate and not necessarily that you're going to see that it's a different fee. And so it's something that has always been happening in the background and they've just changed the matrix on it a little bit. And so that's what's kind of going on. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So um, another article that I said that um, about this is this F. FHFA is um, raising some loan level pricing for home buyers whose lender plans to sell the loan to Fannie or Freddie, which is almost all of them, except if it's an FHA, then it's guaranteed by FHA or VA is guaranteed by them. And the change um, mainly impacts stronger creditor buyers. And so fees are raised as some stronger creditor borrows and the lenders have to start complying with the adjustment starting May 1st. And so many started adjusting pricing in March to accommodate their requirements. And um, another thing that nobody's talking about yet is that on August 1st, FHFA will impose a new fee on borrowers with debt-to-income ratios greater than 40%. So that's another change that's coming up in August. So um, again, something that nobody's really talking about yet. And, um, you know, so that's why when you're getting a loan, basically what happens is that the lender is going to give you what they call a loan estimate. And what this loan estimate does is it outlines how much money you're going to have to have down, what your monthly payment's going to be, and all of these regulations and changes and everything that are in there are going to be reflected in that loan estimate. So like I said, it might turn out to be something that it's going to show up in your interest rate, it might show up as being a fee. And, you know, so if somebody was comparing apples to apples, like your loan estimate today versus your loan estimate four months ago, and what your loan estimate is going to be, you know, five months from now in August, or I'm just guessing August is five months away. I know it's not even close to that. But basically, um, you know, I guess it's about four months away. But basically, when you're you're looking at it, you know, you just have to know what's happening now. So what your rates and everything like that are today are not necessarily going to be that a few months from now. So, um, you know, you just have to be aware of what's going on in the market. And basically, for most people, when you actually get into your house, nothing changes after that point in time. It's just up until you get there. And so um, looking at some of these charges that might be coming on in the future, um, you know, then that's something that you might want to look at today. And you might think, well, you know, how does that debt to income ratio actually affect me? And basically, you know, when you're looking at it, and it comes down to it, that debt to income ratio is everything that comes into play, um, you know, on your credit report. So if it's a credit card, if it's a car loan, if it's a furniture payment, if it's an appliance payment, or anything that you have to make monthly payments for that's on your credit report, those are all items that are included in your debt to income ratio. 
But if it's like, you know, paying the electricity and the water and all those kinds of things, they're not on your credit report. So those things aren't included in your debt to income ratio. So that's one of the reasons why when you're getting a loan for a house, they're always like, don't buy a new car, don't go buy furniture, don't go buy any of these things, because it affects your debt to income ratio. So um, basically to have that the lowest that you can when you buy a house is the best thing for you to do. And what they're saying is to keep it under 40%, because August first there's going to be another change that'll probably hit the news at the last minute like oh my gosh this is happening which everybody has known that's going to happen at least in the lending industry for quite some time so just good to always be aware of what's going on don't be afraid of it just take advantage of what's happening so in order to get in touch with us call 407-566-2555 find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So... Another thing that I was looking at out there um, this week that it was talking about how bad is the housing shortage. And a lot of people just think that the market's going to tank, it's going to go down and all of that kind of good stuff. And basically the main reason that um, it's not going to do that is because of the housing shortage. And so when uh, you're looking at that to see, um, you know, basically how big is the housing shortage and um, there's widely different estimates estimates based on um, how many who's who's talking basically so the national low-income housing coalition says that we have a shortage of 7.3 million units realtor.com says 6.5 million Fannie Mae says 4.4 million and up for growth, a policy group focused on the housing shortage says 3.8 million units. And then John Burns, a research and consulting, puts it at just 1.7 million. So that's the best case scenario is that it's 1.7 million all the way up to 7.3 million homes. And obviously it comes down to, um, like we talk about all the time, that it comes down to what is going on in your area and what is available in your area and what isn't. And you know, basically, I've been out there working with um, some buyers and that kind of stuff recently. And when we're looking at houses, I mean, at any given point in time, there might be three to four or five that we haven't seen. And I'm talking all of Central Florida that match their criteria. And so um, when you're you're doing that and you're looking, I mean, maybe there's three or four that are coming on the market, you know, on a weekly basis, but there's probably 20 or 30 or 40 people that want that particular same thing that those people do. And they don't live here. They live in Nashville and they're looking to move here soon. And so basically when it comes down to it, you know, um, you know, jumping on board. And so, you know, we're going ahead and doing uh, virtual showings that I'm going to look at it, you know, when they're not here and then they're trying to fly in and get here before before the house goes pending and all of that kind of stuff, pending meaning that it's under contract. But basically, when you're you're looking at it, um, you know, there is a sh- housing shortage, you know, any way you look at it. And it comes down to your particular situation that you cannot find the house that you want, you know, in the price range or whatever. And so we kind of specialize on that. We do a lot of um, off-market 
marketing, um, you know, to actually flush out those owners before they go on the market, to actually find the properties before, um, you know, that, that before they hit the market. And then we don't have any competition and we love that. That makes it really easy and everything to, to go ahead and get that. So basically when it, it comes down to it, you know, for the buyer and you're out there, that's why the prices are holding very strong right now. They're very solid in regards to what's going on. And so that's just a win-win situation right now for those sellers when everybody thinks, that the economy is going down and all of that kind of stuff. And there is inflation and there's all those kinds of things, but housing is holding its own. It's not going down. The roof isn't falling. The sky isn't falling. You know, everything is kind of staying the status quo. So what that does to a certain extent is that it gives people choices that they're able to, you know, maybe have time to fly in like these people need to and stuff like that to actually find the home. But some of the best homes go quickly. They don't stay on the market very long. It's a day or two. And um, we were recently in a bidding war on a house recently and um, basically that I was working with the buyers and all of that. And we came in with a real strong offer and the the seller said, hey, you know, we're going to wait until Sunday to review all of the offers. We're not going to look at anything before then. And so just everybody put in your best foot forward and everything like that. But what happened on Friday is they went under contract and um, basically they probably wanted to wait until Sunday, but they had a deal that was like too good to pass up. And so they went ahead and they took it. And many times, you know, it's, it's like they really wanted to be fair and all of that kind of stuff, but they got a cash offer that was going to close when they wanted to, that really had nothing that they had to, you know, wait on or do or anything like that. And um, so they just went ahead and, t- and, and took it you know, because they didn't want those people to walk away because they were by far better than anyone that had financing only because they didn't have to worry about the appraisal. They didn't have to, you know, wait on timelines. There were a lot of things that were to their advantage in taking a cash offer. And so when all of that stuff is, is going on, you know, it's like it might be as a buyer going, well, that's not really fair. But, you know, what you have to do is you have to work with someone like us that can actually go ahead and figure out how you can do it and still beat everybody out, even though you might be financing and stuff like that. And we've talked about it before. There are programs out there that you can put a cash offer in, even if you're doing financing. And so, um, you know, there's different things that you can do to actually make those things happen. And we are very happy to help you 100%, you know, do those kinds of things. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio, WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So another thing that I ran into this week was talking about investors that they lost money on one out of seven sales in March. So what they're talking about here is they're talking about the flipper investors is what they're talking about. And um, basically, it says that roughly one out of every seven in the US that homes sold by an investor in March sold for less than the investor bought it for according for a new report um, that that came out. And basically, um, what it comes down to is that 
the um, the investor who sold a home in March sold it for forty five point nine percent more, so on average one hundred and forty five thousand more than the price they paid, down from fifty five point three a year ago, at one hundred and seventy three thousand. And the pandemic peak is they sold it for 199000 more than what they bought it for. But these numbers don't include anything that they put into it. So, um, again, as I'm always talking about, this is a national figure and it comes down to local. And I don't have the local figures here, but the, the top metro markets for profit and losses, the top one for loss was Phoenix, and that was 30.7 down. Um, and then was Las Vegas. And then Jacksonville, surprisingly, was um, number three at 20% and Sacramento, California. But when you're looking at the winners, um, West Palm Beach was the best, Miami and Fort Lauderdale. And then Warren, Michigan. And so it doesn't have Orlando on here. But uh, what most investors do that I think is a very smart thing to do is that they actually are doing, um, you know, buy and hold and renting out. So in that circumstance, you're not going to be in the losses. You're not really necessarily going to care too much what the market does as long as you've got that positive cash flow. And for you, it's doing what it's doing. Because it's all going to, you know, go around and everything like that. Maybe it's going to dip six months from now, but then six months after that, it's going to be higher. And so um, basically, you know, you're, you're always going to be good. I have one customer um, that, well, I've got a lot of customers, but I've got this one client in particular that I'm thinking about that he buys and sells quite a bit. And he, um, he told me, he said, you know, I've never lost anything in Florida. And um, so we just buy them right. We sell them right and all of that. And um, I would say in general, you know, he, he probably on average has made a hundred grand on every property he's bought and sold and everything and um, not holding them necessarily for a long period of time, but he's, he's always done really well on it. Now, um, you know, again, it comes down to doing the numbers and he, some of them, he never planned on selling them, but the gain was so high that he was like, it makes sense to do it. And so let's go ahead and do it. I mean, his plan was to buy and hold, so now he's bought something else and holding that. And then we'll see what happens uh, as time goes on with that. But in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com. And we'll look forward to talking to you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now here's Laura. Welcome back, everyone. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So it's the time in our show where we always talk about our free report, and our report today is 10 questions to ask before you hire an agent, because hiring the wrong agent can cost you or save you thousands of dollars. Picking an agent is one of those critical issues that can cost you or save you thousands. There are very specific questions you should be asking to ensure that you get the best representation for your needs. Some agents may prefer that you don't ask 
ask these questions because the knowledge you'll gain from the honest answers will give you a very good idea about what the outcome will, that you can expect by using this agent. And let's face it, in real estate, as in life, not all things are created equal. So hiring the right agent is just like any other hiring process with you on the boss's side of the desk. It's critical that you make the right decision about who's going to handle and probably the single largest financial investment that you'll ever make. So this report, all you have to do is call here at the office. Um, you, you can, um, we always have an answering service that does this. I do have the 800 number, but I'm not sure it's working. So um, you can just call the office, which is 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So some of the questions on here, and you know, I'm not going to get to all of them because I never do. But um, the first one is, um, what are your marketing plans for my home? And basically, we have uh, actually one of the slides in our presentation that goes through and, um, you know, what most agents do. And just on studies, you know, we've learned this, that they take your information and then they go ahead and they, you know, put it on the MLS. They might write an ad, but they sometimes they run it, sometimes they don't. Maybe they're going to try an open house. Maybe they're going to try a couple of different things to actually get it done. But what are they actually doing to market your home? And what we have is we have, um, you know, uh, 16 steps that get engaged within 72 hours of you putting your house on the market with us. And so with that, um, you know, there's, there's those 16 things that happen in order to ensure that you're going to get top dollar. And you could say that maybe you don't need to do all 16 and maybe you don't, but basically in doing that and doing all 16 and being disciplined and doing that helps us to definitely get the top dollar of what we need to get, you know, for that particular home. And, um, you know, like I was mentioning that uh, earlier in the show that we have a house that we just put on the market last week, and we've got over 10%, I should actually figure out what it is, um, that we got over asking, but it was definitely over um, 10% over asking, you know, on this particular home by a cash buyer. And the only way that we're going to do that or be able to do that is if we, you know, do our homework and get, um, you know, do everything that we need to do to get that home marketed. So, um, you know, and maybe your plans aren't that you want to get top dollar. That's not for everybody. But um, maybe the thing that you want to do is that you want to get multiple cash offers on your home. So we actually have um, a system now that we can get cash offers on anybody's home, um, you know, by just putting it through um, the system. There are 72 cash institutional buyers out there. They're not all for Florida. They're not all for our area, but we get generally between six and seven or eight offers, um, you know, on the homes that we're, that we're putting on the market. If somebody wants to do that and not have anybody come through, we can definitely do that. And um, then we're going to get those cash offers that we can present to you um, before we put it on the market. And so that's just another option that we have. And, um, you know, basically, we do have a website for that. So if you are interested in that, I believe it's get your cash, get cash offers now.com. 
and I should check that. But um, if that's not working, please call the office and I'll get it. But I believe it's getcashoffersnow.com that you can go in there and you can put in your address and that kind of stuff. And we can get you cash offers on your home and that. And, um, you know, we do need to take pictures because that's going to be the most accurate and that kind of thing of making sure that we get the right price, you know, for your home and it's not some bait and switch and it changes later. So there are some steps that we need to make sure that we go through to make sure that we get you the best cash offer up front and it doesn't change. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call 407 566 2555. That's 407-566-2555. So that was one question on the 10 questions to ask before you hire an agent. Another one, um, you know, that it says on here, you know, who who controls the advertising on, um, you know, when you put a house out there. Um, so that's something that it's asking, you know, is it your broker? Is it your company? You know, who is the one who actually controls, you know, what happens with that particular property when it goes out there? Um, and then another question that it says on here, um, on average, when your listing sell, how close is it to this asking or selling price? You know, we talk about our stats at the beginning and that kind of thing. And, um, you know, our stats show that on average, we get 7.1% more than the average agent does in, our, in the houses that we list. So it just makes sense that you're putting more money in your pocket and everything in, you know, putting your house on the market with us. And, you know, it may be some other realtor has better stats than us, but that's a question that you would want to ask when you're going to put it you know, on the market. On average, how long does it take your listings to sell is another one that you want to be asking with. And how many buyers are you currently working with is another one as well. So the list goes on and on here. And, you know, we have a boatload of people in our database, 18,000, which you're going, oh my gosh, that's like crazy. But, you know, when it comes to an average home, and if I start advertising your home right now, the average buyer is that's going to respond to that is going to be buying five or six months down the road. That's not what you're looking for. You're looking for somebody now. And that's why we have such a big list of people that are looking so that we've got people that are ready to go right now. Okay. So uh, if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. And as I said, the the report that I was just talking about was 10 questions to ask before you hire an agent. And you can just call the office 407-566-2555 and we'll get that to you. Um, and then um, now it's time to talk about our house of the week. I'm going back to our house of the week. I'll probably do a buyer of the week again next week, but I wanted to talk about this particular house. It's just coming on the market right now. It's actually in Stonefield in Kissimmee um, over by the loop. So it's basically um, you know, close to John Young and Osceola Parkway. It's actually Stonefield is right after the toll plaza right there on Osceola Parkway. And um, this is actually in Sterling Park. It is actually a townhouse that they have there. 1,512 square feet. It was built in 2001. The roof is only three years old. 
And um, it's got um, porcelain tile throughout the home, level or blinds that are just beautiful in there that are, are in there. It's got a screened in front porch area and it's like it's a little gated. Um, it's a gated community, but you've got a little gate that goes into your front yard there. So, you know, it's uh, got some privacy there, even on the front porch. And then on the backyard porch, um, that's all enclosed and everything. It's got GE profile appliances, um, a two bedroom, two bath plus effects flex room. So it's uh, it's a very nice property and it's on the market for 355000 This is a townhouse, one story and um, just a, a great community. Everybody knows everybody over there and um, you know it's uh, like I said it's a gated community and really close to it accessibly to everything because it's right there off of Osceola Parkway and a great community. So if you're interested in that, just give us a call as well. But in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com. And we will talk to you next week. Have a great one, everybody. Bye-bye.